0: Welcome to episode number 32 of Indian Markets at KR, a podcast where I talk about the Indian markets, the various Indian indices, you know, analyzing the markets, talking about the future trends, some stock picks and all of of those, all that good stuff. And uh, in today's episode, we will be talking about the super range-bound day that Nifty saw, we'll also be talking about Bank Nifty, and we'll also be talking about, you know, the day's gainers, the day's losers, and how my stock picks performed. So do, do tune in, do watch it, or do listen to it completely, uh, not watch it, this is a podcast after all. So yes, let us get started. Super, super range bound day for Nifty, especially considering that today was the expiry, Thursday expiry, the weekly expiry for, you know, the FNO segment, well, options in particular. So um, it, it was odd. I mean, it, it I was happening and, uh, you know, even while the prices were going up and down, I was actually expecting, um, you know, basically some some wild move to happen. Uh, either way, you know, up or down does not really matter, but I was definitely expecting uh, at least some big move to happen, uh, because that's what we've seen on expiries. So, uh, today was a different expiry in that case. Uh, however, you know, there is another sort of uh, side to that. The thing is, for the past few uh, weeks now, we've been seeing that Thursdays are, are well, they still are volatile, but f- the main volatility has been lying on fridays and that first started on 20th september if you do not remember that date then well you really really need to be starting uh, you really need to start looking at the charts because 20th september was the well almost thousand point rally i, I believe it was a 500 point rally or so so uh, or rather not a rally it was a sprint because it just Printed up and now, uh, you know that that actually brings me on to today's uh, Well today's intraday analysis and that is that it tested that 11271 level again, we saw the day's low being at 11257 So just below uh, the gap that is created on 20th, September however, you know, if, if we just look at the General pattern that we're seeing It went down, it it sort of tested that uh, previous level of, you know, that 20th September. It also took support from yesterday's low. It also took resistance from yesterday's close. So those two levels were important, but I feel the larger thing, you know, the the bigger picture that we should be looking at right now is actually the close. And the reason for that is that, you know, it could have well closed below uh, 11,300. It could have, you know, kept 11,200 levels uh, pretty much throughout the day, Uh, but, you know, it did not do that, you know, it did close above 11,200, 11,314 to be precise, Uh, so even though it was down 45.9 points, it was still up, uh, you know, well, above that 11,300 mark, and I feel that signifies something very important. And, you know, basically that, hey, you know, Nifty is sort of uh, not particularly, um, you know, liking, um, you know, levels below that 11,300 mark. And that's also something we saw yesterday because yesterday it tested that level also. Today it tested that level also. So we've been seeing a few tests of that level and understandably so. I mean, that is, after all, the level which actually... Uh, showed us that massive massive gap so uh another sort of interpretation of that is you know nifty is basically uh almost convinced is what i feel well when i say nifty i mean the market the market is almost convinced that uh, the prices definitely were extremely undervalued because of uh, you know negative sentiment or general negative sentiment and now it's starting to slowly slowly stabilize where it's at so i feel that the past uh few weeks or rather uh at least the past month or two months that we saw you know nifty just constantly going down and a very negative sentiment overall in the market i feel that you know uh, the market definitely has acknowledged that and it feels that you know those levels were just too low and that is why we must have seen so many tests happening and considering that the close is above 11,300 I feel that you know that 11,300 mark seems to be uh, where it's most comfortable right now I feel that it does not feel that it's undervalued or overvalued at this stage I feel that it's just sort of uh, you know testing again at last time or rather Two or three episodes before i had mentioned that you know testing these levels is basically like uh, sofas or perhaps it was not in the podcast or something else but you know testing these levels is like a podcast uh, is like uh you know testing out furniture let's say you're looking for a sofa or a chair you know you test it out you'd sit you'll see if it's comfortable or not you know you'll You'll try to just wiggle around to see if, if there's enough cushioning. You'll try to wiggle around and see if there's enough uh, support. And if you like it, you will buy it and then you know, you'll know you sort of adjust yourself in it. If you do not like it, you will just get up and throw it away. So that is, I feel, what we are seeing with Nifty here, or, or rather what we've been seeing with Nifty here. It sort of tested that uh, higher level after the sprint and it felt ki see it's not really in my budget the sofa is not in my budget it seems too soft for me i want something harder something with a bit more uh, lumbar support and now it's probably got that lumbar support perfect sofa and that perfect sofa from what it looks like seems to be that eleven thousand three hundred level and above so that's what I'm seeing on the intraday chart the daily chart also has to show something similar obviously and uh, you know when when I actually do look at the daily chart uh, it's it's retraced almost completely now especially after that gap down and uh, you know it's it's still sort of left a gap considering that it was a gap down however at 11,303 support because of 38.2% fib as mentioned yesterday Uh, it's resting over there just a few points up and I feel that's a good thing because it shows that it's retraced fully and now uh, you know the odds of a bounce back are higher than ever also because today since today was uh, you know a, a spinning top it also shows that there might be a change in the general trend that we've been seeing so because the general trend that we've been seeing since 23rd september is a indecisiveness and b uh, negative movements so we might just see that general trend gen- general trend change and well the reason why spinning tops are known for that is because you know it basically shows that it moved up it moved down and it's um, settled somewhere in the middle so it basically shows that it's tested everything it's sort of you know in two minds whether what it should do and even more so if it's got high volumes. Whether or not it's got high volumes, I'll just check and let you know in a bit. And by a bit, I mean you know literally a few seconds. Thanks to the power of technology, it is it does not have high volumes unfortunately. What did have vo- high volumes was yesterday's move. Uh, but since we are not too concerned about that, or rather not too concerned with that, we will. Well, we are, but you know not not in today's analysis anyway. We will not really bother with that anyway. So, considering that it's fully retraced now, I do feel that we may see, uh, you know, at least a partial recovery from you know the twenty third, twenty third September levels. So the first step might be to actually fill in the gap that was created today. So eleven thousand three sixty three is what I feel might be uh, a big resistance because we've seen that you know the previous high, or rather the gaps high, or the gaps close, all those. Are pretty important. Coincidentally, 11,363 or so also comes into uh, you know sort of also coincides with 11,370, which was today's high. So you know that general sort of 11,360 to 11,370, uh, perhaps you know 10-15 points here and there, might be the very first resistance that we see, and. Uh, from there you know it really depends it's got the next resistance at around 11400 so that's definitely going to be a level especially because it's also a psychological level personally though considering just how sort of indecisive the market has been considering that it's actually tested that 11300 level so much i doubt if it will actually make the leap to 11400 if it does i feel it might just be based on euphoria again so that's 11003 that that's basically you know the the upside that i see on nifty or rather the positive movements that i see happening on nifty however if we do see a negative movement of course today's low is going to be a support so is yesterday's low yesterday's low was 11247 today's low was 11257 so right around that area what will also be a support is 11,272, which is actually where the market closed on, uh, uh, you know, on, well, on 27th September, 20th September, not 27th September, so 11,272, 20th September closed. Also a support. And from there, the next one is all the way down to 11,182 at 50% FIB, though I do not honestly see it going down that much unless there is some, you know, strong, strong, strong negative sentiment. Again, considering that it's actually taken support and has maintained that 11,300 level, I, I do not really see it happening. However, if it does, you know what I feel about this. You know, you should always be prepared. Do not be so rigid that, you know, if you think the market will go up, you just don't do shit about it when it goes down. you do That should not be your position. Your position should ideally be flexible. If it's going down, you, you know, basically short it. You, you go for puts or something like that. If it's going up, if, you, know, you know what to do. So that's my stand, especially when you look at the general trend that we're seeing right now. Uh... And resistance and sports, yeah, they're there, but especially now that the gap has actually been filled, more or less, uh, you know, I I would not really bother myself with that too much. Uh, What we may actually also see happening, and this is something that I just remembered, um, a few months ago, when I, this is back when I actually did my articles instead of, you know, these podcasts, um, you know, there's this sort of almost constant, uh, you know, down move of Nifty that was happening, and this was probably back in, uh, uh, well, July or June-July, basically. So, uh, during that time, you know, every single time that I saw uh, a spinning top or every single time that I saw any sort of a smaller candle or something that even showed the slightest of uh, a positive sort of indication of a move, I would be super excited that hey you know there's a very good chance that the market will go up whoa whoa you know you know reversal is likely extremely sort of uh, eager or extremely excited about that however the thing is that you know obviously it did not happen until it wanted to happen so uh you know the thing is every single gap that's there even if it's partially filled is still a partially filled gap it is not a completely filled gap so considering that the the very fact that the gap has not been fu- uh, filled in completely and what i mean by that is that the close is not below that close like so you know uh the close of the market is not below that 11 to 11, level that you know was uh 20th september's close so until and unless we actually see that happening you know we may possibly see some indecisiveness that is also one of the things Uh, which has been uh, you know happening in the markets before and this is back when you know they were on a constant losing spree so i just thought i'd mention it here overall personally i feel that considering that it's actually taken so much support from that 11,300 level i I feel that it might just go up but you should not be that rigid you should always be flexible that's my uh, opinion and sort of suggestion so that's it for nifty's analysis we'll also we'll now come to bank nifty's analysis now uh, and this is very interesting because, again, I normally do not cover Bank Nifty. However, considering that we're seeing some sort of divergence between the two, they aren't really moving in tandem with each other. I thought I'd also sort of uh, talk about Bank Nifty nowadays. So yeah, here we go. Okay, and coming to Bank Nifty, I'm looking at the daily chart right now of Bank Bank Nifty spot. Uh, fumbled with my words there for a second. And uh, it had retraced to 50% at 28,722. However, it did not go up from there. And uh, quite frankly, I'm not sure why that happened. Uh, Though, um, you know, the market does not always uh, work in ways that warrant an explanation. The market moves how it wants to move. Uh, You know, now what what I can see on the charts here is that it's not at the 61.8% level quite yet Uh, the 61.8 level is at 28,231 so it's not at that level level yet however it has taken support so the low was at 28,240 which is um, well it's just nine points away from that 61.8% mark and you know it's definitely took some support from 20MA also which is just around there uh, and the resistance for the day was actually the support level that you know, the should be support level uh, at 50% at 28,722. So, right now it's sort of sandwiched between those two levels, it's so sandwiched between 28,722 and 28,231. And uh, considering that, you know, we might just see that uh, sort of thing being filled, basically, it might just close below uh today is open it might just close below today's close and it might just you know uh just touch that 28 231 mark and then go up or that 20 if that 20 ma support is sufficient then we should see a positive move tomorrow uh what is interesting to me here is that despite um you know well five banks doing decent and by decent i mean not negative because that's what the markets have come to at least in the banking sector uh you know yes bank biggest shocker 38.2 28 38.28 38.81 my bad wow i'm getting confused this time not sure why anyway 38 32.28 32.81 god 32.81 percent up closing at 42.5 i'll come to that in a bit uh, however, despite that, despite RBL Bank also doing great, uh, we saw it go down. We saw Bank Nifty going down, and I feel that, except for just you know the underlying stocks not doing well, I feel that part of it was also because, you know, the general trend or the general sort of sentiment that we're seeing with uh, banking and finance companies is that they are not in a good shape. Basically, everyone's saying that you know, hey what's happening with the banking and finance sector what, what you know everything's in shambles pretty much and perhaps it's that sort of negative sentiment that is acting and perhaps it's because of that that we are not seeing a positive move and this is the fourth negative uh, day so it's a four-day streak four-day losing streak for bank nifty if you ask me whether i'll th- whether it'll th- whether it'll change or not i feel that it just might uh, t- tomorrow and the reason for that is again because it's taken support from that 61.8 percent level uh again i can't really say for sure a because i haven't tracked bank nifty that much i i don't really know uh exactly how the price moves however you know we do see that today was a spinning top not with high volumes again so not as promising however you know considering that it has taken some support from that level we might just see uh at least a lesser negative uh, move if we are going to see one and you know when i actually zoom out i i see that in in these past uh well in these past nine months or so or actually six six seven months or so it's constantly been under the 20 ma so 20 MA has always acted as a very strong resistance, and in the past, when it, when it was actually, uh, you know, above the 20 MA, 20 MA was a pretty strong support. So 20 MA is definitely not an insignificant uh, moving average for Bank Nifty. Considering that, considering that 61.8% uh, was a support for Bank Nifty, also, I feel that it might just uh, break its four-day losing streak today or rather tomorrow, depending on when you're listening. Uh, It might just break its losing streak on 4th October, is what I'm trying to say. So, I'd actually be more interested to see whether it actually does that. And, uh, you know, till then, I'd I'd actually just uh, look and observe, because right now, Bank Nifty is not something I'm trading. So, I wouldn't really want to have uh, any positions in it, yet. So that's my view on Bank Nifty. Now let us move on to uh, Nifty 50s, gainers and losers. Starting with Yes Bank 32.81% up and yes, I got it correct this time and uh, closing at 42.5. If I just pull up the chart, we can see that the chart is loading. (laughs) That's the first thing we can see or can't see. Uh, it has taken support from that zero percent fib level and zero percent fib level was basically yesterday's low, so it's, it did take support yesterday and now it's, it opened with a gap up and now you know it's it's well it's above it cl- it's closed above yesterday's open which is a very good thing in my opinion. Uh, now what I'm most concerned about with Yes Bank is whether this was a one-time thing or whether it's going to continue because. Uh, yeah, one of Yes Bank's chief uh, has resigned, so that is definitely not a positive uh, uh, sort of confidence booster for the market. What is, you know, more is that while Yes Bank's fundamentals are pretty decent, and I believe that was released yesterday or uh, today, so that's a good thing. However, you know, the market does not always work on fundamentals and logic. The market works on, at, at least from what I've seen. Uh, especially when the retail investors overpower, the market basically works on emotions and, uh, well, market psychology. So if the market sentiment is not good, not favoring S yes Bank, then we will definitely not see a positive move. However, technically speaking, it's still at that uh, support level. So, well, yesterday it did uh, sort of uh, show us that, hey, you know, that support level is important because we saw the index bouncing and considering that you know i feel that we should at least see some sort of a change in the general trend that we're seeing and ideally that should be the case because again fundamentally speaking the company is not too bad and i've avoided to look at as you know any videos related to yes bank purely because i want this to be my analysis i do not want it to be you know a borrowed analysis from someone else so whatever i'm speaking here it's purely what i'm seeing on the chart and what little i have seen in the news in fact you know there was this there was this article on why s bank is doing so poorly and i purposely did not open it because i just do not want my view to be biased on that and i feel one of the biggest mistakes that people do actually make is they they just look at a company so much and they just uh sort of check that company so much they read up so much on it that they sort of get personally attached to that company now yes bank no attachment at all i'm just looking at the price and i'm seeing where it's going and based on that i'm telling you guys uh, what may happen what has happened all those things so when you have sort of that unbiased mind which i do not have with tata motors always but i still try to distance myself from the bias um you know when you look at that from that angle things become a bit more clearer and that is quite possibly why you know well today's move was mentioned in yesterday's episode that that were well, not particularly today's move but a hint of today's move and again i obviously did not look at anything special i'm just looking at the charts it's just that uh, depending on where the price level was depending on what news clicked and triggered the event it happened so if you're if you want to know what my opinion of yes bank was before that this 32% uh, increase do check out yesterday's episode episode number 31 however in terms of my longer term view i will still wait a bit more before i actually before i actually comment on that because we've seen you know some very strong days for yes bank and i mean that you know in singular we've seen just strong days in cumulative like we've seen one strong day and then another losing streak one strong day and another losing streak so what i'm most concerned with right now is whether it should not uh, is whether or not it actually does something similar to that it shouldn't happen that you know it was a great day today but you know tomorrow it goes uh even 15 percent down even 15 percent down will pretty much erode uh a huge chunk of what we saw being gained today so that's what i'm most concerned about so before i actually see a proper trend with yes bank i would not uh you know i would still not comment on it and the thing is if you actually want to enter into the stock right now ideally you should uh you know just go for it right now because it's just 42 rupees again this is what i said yesterday also it's just, it was just 32 rupees yesterday if you want to buy it just buy it it's it's really not a big amount and uh, unless you actually buy a bunch of shares you won't be risking your capital pretty much at all i mean if you buy even 10 shares you're just risking 300 rupees that's less than uh, you know a coffee nowadays so that's my opinion on yes bank if you do want to experience it and i i feel you should you know uh, that that sort of 30 40 rupees is too little of a price to pay uh, to actually experience the index or rather the stock properly because you know if it actually goes up it'll give you a sweet return in terms of percentage it, it it'll barely give you anything in absolute terms if you just buy a few shares but you know you you actually get to experience it so if you're very curious about ES bank if you're still on the edge if you're hesitant i'll say just go for a share it's it's less than 50 right now even if it tanks completely you won't lose anything you will lose less than a rickshaw uh fare. so that's my opinion on yes bank right now again in terms of the overall trend in terms of the longer term trend I'd, I'd still have to wait for a bit to actually comment on that uh purely because it really depends you know we've seen single positive days whether it actually continues or not is what we need to see not whether there is a single positive day or not so that's my opinion on es bank and now let us move ahead let's go ahead with um you know the rest of the top gainers of nifty 50. all right now coming to z limited and again just a quick recap we are doing um you know the top gainers of nifty 50 index and they are yes bank z limited tata motors or you know three of my super favorite stocks it's like it's like basically diwali came early for me and uh anyway so before i digress further z limited closing at 251.55 uh with the gain being 7.89 percent today <clears throat> And uh, again, open with a gap up. I'm I'm noticing a pattern here. A lot of gaps today, a lot, lot of gaps. And uh, what we're seeing here is, uh, well, it's it's the the high for the day was well well under yesterday's open. The low for the day was also well well under yesterday's low. However, it was below yesterday's close. Now, what I'm seeing here is. Well, I mean, I, I I honestly don't know if it's a change in uh, trend. I don't. I, I honestly don't know if it's a reversal. While it did increase, I mean, increasing for a day is just one thing. As I said in Z Limited's, um, in in well, and yes, banks analysis, not in Z Limited's analysis. This is Z Limited's analysis. It seems I'm a little bit out of touch today, but uh, you know that that's not going to stop me. I'll try to improve. Uh, anyway, so. Mm. So you know, one day's increase is not not enough to really uh, talk about a change in trend. Really talk about a change in polarity. So I'd really, I'd rather actually not uh, tell you for sure that hey, it's it's definitely going to change. You know, one day positive. Come on, whoa, trend reversal. That is not the case. If anyone tells that to you, they either have some information they shouldn't be having, or or at least shouldn't be sharing. Or they are lying. If they do become, you know, if they are correct, then then it's probably coincidence. But one day is probably not enough to really tell you if it's a change in the trend. And that's something we also saw with Nifty. Six hundred and fifty points up, if I remember correct, on twentieth September. <clears throat> Yet that one candle was not alone to actually tell us whether the trend had whether the trend had changed you know it it could have gone either way at that point so again one day's candle is not enough to really comment on uh, the overall longer term trend so i'll avoid doing that i was actually trying to look for a lot of news on yes bank and z limited because they are you know two major stocks uh, however i could not really find a lot of news it was the same you know shares pledging thing i, I believe z limited got an extension to repay their debt obligations so that might have sort of fueled this 7.89 uh sprint and i like to use the term sprint when it's not going to be a rally so because to me at least a rally is something which will last possibly more if we i mean z limited's uh Uh, z limited star if we look on 29th or rather 4th february of this year we can see that was a rally it it increased for a lot of uh, days pretty much consecutively so to me that's a rally this single day positive move is more of a sprint that's why i use the term sprint when i talk about nifty also so that's z limited the next one bpcl now bpcl interestingly moody's is uh, considering a downgrade so hmm it's already 7.63 percent up we've been seeing it on our top gainers list for at least three days now if i remember correct so something's fishy 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 it may either just fall down oh i just opened the charts and it's such a massive move today such a massive move it is now almost at its all-time high it's uh sort of almost 20 points away from that all-time high level and uh I'm, I'm super excited to see what we see tomorrow because if this momentum continues and if it does not take resistance at 540 545 we may see it kiss the all-time high momentarily tomorrow itself and that's super exciting however if we do look at the rsi it's super super high already it's at 81.3 and the highest we've ever seen on uh you know on 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 bpcl is around that 83 mark from what i can see based the past data so uh, even if we do see a positive day for bpcl tomorrow quite possibly not a wildly positive day it'll, it'll probably be a bit more tame you know it'll probably do it in its own relaxed manner so that's bpcl the next one tata motors oh god Uh, It it feels so good to see this uh, or rather, feature this in my top gainers list every single time it's here because I I just love the brand and uh, again I have told you why it's because they actually have a lot of potential. I just feel they are not able to actually really utilize that potential yet. So my eyes are peeled out for Tata Motors and I definitely, uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely just keep looking at the stock no matter where it goes. I mentioned about bias in a previous segment. Uh, what I'm talking right now is bias because I love the stock. I will give you a biased opinion on it right now. However, uh, you know, if I were to look at it from an unbiased view, what we are looking at right now is, uh, it is not perfect bullish engulfing. Uh, it's almost bullish engulfing because the wicks are not sorted, off, uh, sorted out. However, bullish engulfing is generally a positive sign so in the past when we have seen something like this we've seen a positive move so you know we might just see that happening however 8 ma resistance is still there and keep this in mind that 8 ma resistance was pretty strong for uh, tata motors in general now if i just pull up uh you know my regular 50 ma and 200 ma will my charts have decided to uh you know not not uh, cooperate with me so it's it's getting a bit difficult to actually manage the indicators uh, while I'm giving you the reason I'm actually adding the 50MA line. So when we look at the 50MA, uh, which was a very strong resistance, we see that it is just a few points away. It's, well, it's just three points away now. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. If we do see some um, so, you know, some some strong momentum, then we might see it breaching the 50MA. However, the last time it actually breached 50MA, or rather it closed above 50MA, we saw it pretty much reversing that very next day. So I'm more curious to see whether it's able to sustain that 50MA breach, or if it is able to breach it in the first place. Now, uh, what we're seeing here is not an 820 crossover, we're seeing a 28 crossover, which is not something uh where i like to you know actually place my buy orders however uh i'm not going to place my buy orders i don't know why i said however however it does not look bad i will still keep looking at this stock uh again one day's uh sprint does not really tell us more about the longer term trend so I'll, I'll keep on looking at this stock um my my again my honest opinion tata motors is not that bad of a company and. Uh, I I honestly feel that once they actually bring in their true potential, once they actually show their true potential, they are very, very strong. Um, And if they are able to actually uh, meet what the market wants, because right now they've got an incredible amount of technology, they've got a lot of uh, resources invested in R&D. So they are actually very well prepared and, uh, you know, coming to preparedness and coming to uh, technology. Their new launch is scheduled for later this year, and you know they're basically saying that it's in Q four uh, of FY eighteen nineteen, and uh, you know I feel that it, it might just be pretty good because it's it's a Nexon electric vehicle, and uh, the last time I'd mentioned about Tata Motors EV, uh, they basically shipped a half baked product, the Tigor. And uh, I feel that if they can actually nail down the Nexon, it's going to be uh, honestly a big uh, statement rather than, you know, a, a, a very uh, a top selling product. Because the only real EV that we have at this price range is A, the Mahindra E2O, which is, well, it's, it's not really in that uh, segment at all. And B, the Hyundai Kona, which is going to be a good 7-8 lakhs more than the Nexon based on what its estimated prices are. So if we do see the Nexon you know, bringing a good package, I, I, I feel that Tata Motors might, uh, might just do well. Now, coming to today's news and coming to why it increased today. Now, uh, interestingly, September sales are down 56%, uh, or at least that's the YOY figure that I got now. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on it. It's just a news article that I found. Uh, I haven't personally verified that information. However, an- another news article mentioned that the US JLR sales are up 5%. So that could be why uh, we saw a good, a good 6% move today with Tata Motors. Uh, the next one, Ayesha Motors. Uh, similar thing there. Exports are up by 191%. However, the a- the absolute number is far lower than. Uh, the domestic motorcycle sales so you know that's aisha motors and now let us jump on in to the day's losers coming to the top uh, losers for nifty 50 we've got Vedanta limited leading the pack down 4.56% closing at 144 and uh, from what I could see the reason is because City cuts Vedanta group's target price so that might have been a reason now I see that i've already done a fib retracement on here and what from what i can see it's just below 50 percent at 145 so it's just a one repeat difference if it is going to you know if this is going to be a retracement a proper retracement then it should ideally bounce back up it should take support from here and uh well show us a positive day so no real opinion on that except that if the fibonacci retracement is going to be followed we should see a positive move from vedanta limited however i also see that i've drawn a very quick trend line here it's more of a makeshift trend line from what i can see however that does indicate a downtrend and if that's going to be the case uh, the longer term resistance should be around at around uh, 150 to 160 for now though the biggest resistance it has is uh, 149 at 38.2 percent level if it does not actually take support if it actually takes resistance from the 50 percent level it's going to be at 145 the next support is going to be at 140 so that's vedanta limited real quick the next one is coal india again uh two reasons why it went down non technical reasons that is technically speaking 20 ma resistance from what i can see 50 ma resistance from what i can see uh, one uh, well, two non-technical reasons are a because they're announcing a bonus of around sixty something something thousand per employee, which is going to set them back a whopping seventeen hundred crore, and that's that's a that's a ludicrous amount of money for a yearly bonus. So that's one of the reasons possibly that, hey, you know, you're wasting investor money, you're wasting money, you're wasting the company's money, giving out bonuses. And uh, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, completely another def- debate, whether you look at it from purely financial sense or a more of an HR uh, sense. So uh, I'll leave that debate to not inside this podcast, maybe as a separate discussion. Uh, however, this is Indian markets with KR, this is not Indian HR with KR. Uh, the next reason is apparently one of their biggest mines is flooded so well lack of production and uh, you know consecutively it, it affects the sales affects the, uh, the production you know you you can just draw the dots from there that's why coal india saw a negative day now i see tata steel here i see hindalco here mm-hmm. not good things of course not good things at all uh, i also see Industin bank here and Industin bank is at fib is what i've mentioned here Uh, it's just below 61.8% fib so it was at 61.8% fib yesterday however it breached that level and oddly enough this has been happening with so many stocks now it's crazy so again i would not really comment on induscent quite yet purely because the trend has not been established like you know a reversal has not been established it's just going down right now so I, so it i i don't really see any support level at this zone either uh, the next support level is expected in my opinion at 1236 or 1220 so approximately that price level the next loser for the day is airtel oh god airtel is uh, the good the, the good thing is that it's still uh, well above the trend line it's still a few points away from the trend line so if it does hit the trend line if it does breach the trend line then it's a problem uh not really for any other reasons other than uh, you know it's it's just broken that trend so right now though it is not doing particularly good purely because it's under all of the major ma's all of the major simple moving averages so i would not exactly count uh you know really count this as a buy yet it's also below the 61.8 percent level so mm, avoid in my opinion for now at least uh whether we see a positive move sometime soon or not depends on a lot of other factors Uh, now fundamentally speaking or rather news based events for airtel uh, there's some sort of uh, almost a fight going on with uh, geo against all of the other competitors so uh, it's about you know basically the ringing timing or something i forgot the technical term Uh, but that's going on with trai with that in mind i would honestly not put my bets on any telecom stock for now because the trai judgment can well it 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 can really mess things up for you know any any stock in the telecom sector so i would not really um i would not really place my bets on any of those if if i'm looking for capital protection if i'm looking for risk management i would avoid personally speaking The next one, Infosys, I just had to mention it real quick. Where is Infosys? It's down 1% dot. It's not a top loser, but I still wanted to mention it purely because we've talked about this a lot before, especially because we've got that sort of fib retracement going. It did not take support from the 50% level. It is now below 8ME also. However, the next support is 3. 3 rupees away at 782. So I'm curious to see whether that holds up. And as far as my holdings are concerned, they look okay. TCS is at around cost or nothing really particularly negative. And uh, I'm considering that since the 2055 to 2102, so that's 20,000, not 20,000. I wish it goes to 20,000. The 2050 to 2100 mark is uh, important because I see the stock consolidating a bit around that area. So, you know, if, if it does actually uh continue consolidating then can't help it however consolidation is generally followed by a breakout or a big move so that's what i'm that's what i'm waiting for especially because i have a position in dcs so curious to see if that actually happens and yeah that was it that was pretty much it for this episode and uh see you in the next one happy trading